welcome back to the Tea and a Buddy podcast. I'm Dominic. And I'm Erica. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about the most haunted places in the USA. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did. We, we did one about the UK already, yeah. Yeah, that was like It was a long, ago. long time ago. It was about 30 years ago now. Um, yeah, so we decided Maybe to... about 30 episodes. Yeah. So we... What? That many? Maybe. Yeah. No, we do. We do. We yeah, pump these out and we've, we've shortened them to like one a week, but still, you know. Yeah. We're pretty consistent. <laughs> Um, okay, so most, I don't know if these are the most the, haunted. The, the most haunted. But there's some of the most haunted. Some of the most haunted. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, you think about America as being haunted. Mm. And yeah, it's just haunted all over the place. <laughs> you know? And I mean, that's probably what, you know, I mean, Halloween and everything, you know, started from like superstitions because Halloween's coming up. And, you know, it all started from, like, European superstitions and yeah. Sarwain and all this kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. It was, like, maybe a religious holiday to begin with, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Pagan holiday. Yeah. Something like that. I think. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I watched an episode that was really, really interesting one year on the History Channel, I think it was. And it was talking all about the origins of Halloween and actually the evolution. So how it came to be what it is today, you know. I mean, what it is today is largely, you know, well, in Britain, it's largely thought of as an American holiday. Yeah. Halloween. Mm -hmm. It's like trick or treat, candy. Pumpkin heads, changing, though, ghosts and monsters, and it's very commercial. So they think, oh, well, that, that was what America did for it. You I know? think kids are seeing it on the internet and they're like, oh, why don't we do that over here? That looks fun, you know, wearing costumes and going but, to get candy and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, we did do it. Well, I mean, I, I used to do it up in Scotland. I think yeah. it's I think it might be more popular in Scotland than it is in the rest of the UK. I'm not sure. But mm. I mean, I, when I was you know a kid like you know i remember going oh we're going trick-or-treating you know you gotta you know dress up as like a an ugly grotesque monster <laughs> yeah and carry a bucket round to these houses go trick-or-treat and they'll give you you know chocolate and sweets and stuff we had trick-or-treat smell my feet <laughs> give me something good to eat um if you don't i don't care I'll pull down your underwear or something like that. <laughs> I, I think that was just you. <laughs> I don't think anybody else did that little rhyme. I think you did that at that every so and they knew funny. it was you. It was like, oh, that's Erica. What no, they had to guess who I was say, as well. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because when we went round all the like places and stuff, because I barely remember doing this. I mean, there was parties like for Halloween when I was growing up, mm-hmm. you know, but I never went like trick or treating except for that like maybe one time. Yeah. And so... And was anybody even actually handing out candy? Yeah, they they, they were, you know. I went with my cousins. And I remember I had this, like, mask, this plastic mask of, like, this monster. Yeah. There's, there's, like, this footage of it on one of those tapes, I think. (laughs) Um... And I remember he was like, oh, you've got to get, guess who that is. Guess who this is. You know, guess who I am, you know. Yeah. And they're like, it's Dominic. I was like, how do you know it's me? Who are you? I don't even know who you are. How do you know my name? <laughs> you know, because I was like all like done up. I had a mask. I'm in a costume. I'm, you're not supposed to know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I was like this ugly, grotesque monster witch thing yeah yeah <laughs> it wasn't like today like they dress up as any oh i'm a superhero and oh yeah or i'm you know eddie munson from stranger yeah, things that's you know right isn't it like in the early 
Well, I mean, I say that, I have no idea. I think people have always dressed as fairies or... Oh, yes, yes. Know, whatever, but... Um, but yeah, I think there, there, it might, there might have been a bigger um, emphasis on scary back in the day, you know. And over time, it's just like any any kind of costume you can any, dream up. Any costume know? goes, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, in Britain, like fancy dress parties are a thing anyway. Yeah. And we call them fancy dress, meaning you dress as like a character mm-hmm. or, you know from something not like fancy dresses in like uh black tie and <laughs> dinnerware you know yeah 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 dinnerware whatever you call it a tuxedo <laughs> knives and forks and dinnerware you know like fancy dinnerware <laughs> yeah, yes um okay. so what are these things the then? most haunted usa i didn't want to just go like find an article yeah. And just basically come back here and read through it because, you know, anybody could do that. <laughs> so you curated your own. So I compiled a list from mm. several different articles, just places that sounded interesting or places that I definitely know are fairly well known in yeah. this country, you know, for being haunted. Um, some others that I definitely did not know <laughs> were supposedly haunted and some that I've never heard of. Um, but first of all... Haunting. Do haunting. We, I mean, where do you where do you stand on places stand? being haunted? Yeah. Where do I stand on it? How do you mean? Yeah. Just like, do well, I believe people, in it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I believe there's some you know spooky connections mm. to some places. Yeah. You know, around the world, and I mean, I would never be so arrogant as to go absolutely not. That's there's no. Oh no. You know, because what what do I know? You know. <laughs> There may there, be there something, be, yeah. yeah. And it's like the world is made up of energy. And I mean, I've got some personal ghost stories that I'll share in a patron. Oh, yeah. yes. I think that'll so. be fun. Yeah. So if so, you want to hear them, check out our patron. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash tea and a buddy. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're going to make, we're going to probably go ahead and do that one after this one, I think. Yes. Just while we're fresh, while we're fresh with our spooky Fresh in stories. our minds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be fun. Um... Okay, so first of all, I just wanted to start off because because we're in Texas. For anybody who listening, this is we your are first in time Texas. Here. Yeah, we're in Texas. We live in Texas. So I thought let's let's start off in Texas. And the number one, what what's the most haunted place in let's say Austin, which is where we are, that you can think of. I mean, I, I mean, I can't think of anything but the Driscoll. Nah. Ah. <laughs> there you go. The Driscoll Hotel, yeah. The Driscoll Hotel, because, you know, hotels are infamous for being haunted. Yes, Because that's where a lot of people stay. I guess so. And a lot of murders happen A lot there. of people pass through. Yeah. So, may, I mean, not even just murders, I suppose. Maybe just die naturally. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know. And their spirit never leaves. So, you know, they might. Um, what what are they saying online now? They're saying um, unalive themselves. That's the that's the way unalive they're saying themselves. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, they yeah. might unalive themselves, or you know, just just die naturally. There was a story. Who was it? Somebody not that long ago, like, died running on the treadmill in some hotel he was in. He had a, he had like a fatal heart attack. I think he was someone semi-famous maybe a politician or something i don't remember i don't know um this kind of ties into like 
the BBC ghosts. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have we ever done a podcast about ghosts? I think we have. Yeah. Oh, we've or, no, maybe we didn't. I don't you know. Got, you guys should check that out. If you um, if you can't get the BBC, then it's, I, mean, it I think on it's on HB, well. HBO Max. It comes on oh, the, does the BBC it? version. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, the, the, I just the told one of our patrons actually about that. So. Oh, okay. The the American version is quite funny as well, actually. Yeah. And it's airing now, so. Um, on CBS, I think. CBS on yeah. Thursdays, I think. Um, okay, so the Driscoll Hotel here in Austin. Um, this little blurb about it comes from Travel Texas. So if you want to go look it up and see what else is on their list. Mm. Um, there isn't just one Driscoll Hotel haunting. Many stories circulate the lavish halls of the Austin Hotel. One tale claims that the grand staircase at the Driscoll is haunted by a young girl who met her fate in 1887, chasing her toy ball right <laughs> over the edge. Oh no. Another alleges that the Driscoll Hotel room 525 is the site where two distressed brides took their own lives on their honeymoon exactly 20 years apart. On their honeymoon? 20 years apart. Yeah. Two different brides. Oh, two different brides. Took okay, their yeah. lives in that same hotel room. That's terrible. No. Both on their honeymoon? Yeah. So an eerie presence in there. They just Something decided, compelled oh, them to do it. Or yeah. Something. Somebody was like, this guy, you know. <laughs> this guy. Somebody's like, this guy. <laughs> this guy you're this with. This guy. Get, get gone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then it makes it a little bit like, oh, Chasing did they take ball. their own lives? Yeah. Why would they do that on their honeymoon? <laughs> it was the ghosts. The ghosts, yeah. There's always kid. Why is there always like a little girl ghost? There's always a little girl There's ghost. There's always a little girl ghost. There's always a little girl ghost. And, you know, it comes from like, uh, you know, like all those films and stuff you see, like with the eerie girl ghosts. Yeah. They're just like little kids like, oh. And, they and they're always like chasing a ball or they have some kind of little doll that they're carrying around <laughs> or something. Creepy doll, you know, yeah. Yeah. My high school had their prom at the Driscoll. Oh, yeah. Did, did you, I ever did, tell you that? Yeah. <laughs> you went to your prom, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we had it at the Driscoll. I don't remember any spooky anything happening. But yeah, it's very well known in Austin that the Driscoll is haunted. You just know, running up and down in your little prom dress. <laughs> Chasing we your ball. Fa- we were very fancy, okay? Very fancy. Okay. You had your fancy dress. Here's another... Here's one that I've never heard of. This is also in Texas. Yeah. Um, it, it might surprise you, actually. Six Flags Over Texas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's on the site. In Arlington. Yes. Well, yes. This is the site of a former... Apparently, it's been... Okay, this comes from CBS News. Um, apparently, it's been the um, the, the. B- basis of many urban legends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, over time. So, and ghost hunters believe that it's the most haunted place in Texas. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> it must have been like a burial ground or something, maybe. Well, um, ghosts have been spotted at the music mill... The palace, the candy store, and in open areas of the park, like the log ride. <laughs> they're just like, oh, let's go. It might... Maybe they're just having a good time. Yeah, I mean, if you're a ghost, it's a yeah. fun place to be. Okay? It's a fun place to be. <laughs> Six people flags are over happy. Texas. You know, it's like people are having a good time. 
Um, one Ghosts love a theme park. One, one apparition named Annie is a young girl, again. A young girl named Annie. Who haunts the candy store near the Texas Giant. Um, you have not been to Six Flags no, yet. No, I haven't. <laughs> the Texas Giant is a large wooden roller coaster. Oh, yeah. One of the, probably the oldest in Texas, I'm sure. I think, something like that, yeah. Um, in the early 1900s, an eight-year-old girl, wasn't the other, wasn't the girl in the Driscoll eight years old also? Yeah. <laughs> um, an eight-year-old girl drowned in Johnson's Creek, and it is said that her ghost wanders along the railroad tracks or stays in the historic house <laughs> at the park. <laughs> I mean, she, yeah. She's like, this is my house, you know. Yeah. It, it goes with my time period. It's cute. Um, originally it was an old farmhouse that was moved to Six Flags. Oh, yeah. Employees have reported problems with keeping the candy store door locked. The lights going on and off and the upstairs curtain being opened and closed. Many guards make jokes about Annie being playful. So she's just, you know. She's just a playful she, ghost. She, she wants in the candy she's store. A mis- she, she's a mischievous she's little ghost. She's peeking out windows. She's peeking out windows. <laughs> she's doing all the yeah. little girl things, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, it says visit the Haunted Six Flags Over Texas forum online and enjoy employees' ghostly stories of cold spots, entities being touched by something while they're alone, seeing an entity of an old man in overalls standing on the stage at the palace, and other scary tales. Apparently in the 1980s there was a ghost named Angus. Who, Angus. who was um, one of the men that was building the palace. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he fell to his death. Ah, there we go. Yeah, so an employee shared that one evening as she closed down the palace but returned to get something, she found the popcorn machine was on and it was full of hot popcorn. Yeah, Angus wanted his popcorn. He was hungry. <laughs> he was going to watch a movie. It was like, a he scary was probably going to invite Annie over. You know, they were going to make a night of it. Um, other haunted places in Texas are, of course, the Alamo. Yeah. And the Manger Hotel in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, the USS Lexington in oh, Corpus Christi. Oh, I remember something about that. You can we kind of get vibes. When I'm thinking back on it, like, there's a little bit of a vibe. A little vibe, yeah. Ships are usually haunted, though. That's that's the yeah. sailor superstition there. Um. And the Hotel Galvez in Galveston. I think that that one has something to do with the hurricane. Oh, possibly. yeah. Possibly, yeah. The big hurricane that they had there at the turn of, you know, <laughs> I think turn the of turn the of the century, but... 1899. Yeah, <laughs> the 1900s. 1900s. Turn of the century, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, from travel and leisure now... We're just going to move on to a couple of general cities that are just so full of haunted spots that we just have to say the entire city as Okay. Um, have a guess. Have a guess which what, what which one of cities? them is. Yeah. Which was, let's just think of somewhere in the United States that you would expect to be a fairly haunted just new york city. city oh new york city yeah i think so that's yeah. not one of the ones i jotted down but um boston <laughs> okay i'm east, thinking, I'm, oh, thinking I'm, yeah. I'm thinking east coast because w- of... when i'm looking at the list i mean most of the places are over on the east coast yes yeah. this one it does not happen to be it's new orleans 
Oh, oh, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. it seems creepy, right? It seems like, oh, creepy. it's probably. It's on the, yeah, it's yeah. old. Yeah. There's like, there's water. There's probably yeah. fog rolling in sometimes, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, New Orleans, Louisiana. With dozens of reportedly haunted places, New Orleans is one of the country's most haunted cities. By paranormal standards, New Orleans really has it all. Churches haunted by the spirits of former priests, former hospitals visited by soldiers who died but never truly passed on, and homes filled with ghosts of residents who died on the premises. Not to mention all the vampire stories. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there was a, I don't know if it was a story or maybe it was a a video game, actually. Um, Sherlock Holmes, The Awakened, where he goes to New Orleans. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's like some sort of like vampire story. Oh, really? So, yeah, so that. There you go, yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's the. So New Orleans, you know. It's the French connection. Yeah. You know, it's like, um. You can just picture, like, again, again, turn, yeah, turn of the century, late 1800s, you know, women, and then just being bitten. Being bitten by a vampire. Being bitten by a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Carrying their little um, parasols, you know, like. Parasols, and I do declare. They don't do that there, do (laughs) they? No, not really. More on than, like, uh, South Carolina. Little creepy French vampires. Little creepy French vampires coming to get us. The city also has its share of notable ghosts, including author William Faulkner. Oh, yeah. Whose spirit is sometimes spotted at his former home turned bookstore Faulkner House Books. Um, Old Absinthe House open since the early 1800s, is supposedly haunted by voodoo practitioner Marie Laveau, Andrew Jackson, and pirate Jean Lafitte, among others. Uh, St. Louis Cemetery Number 1 is another paranormal hotspot said to be haunted by hundreds of hundreds of ghosts. So, yeah. New Orleans. I think I've always heard that that's like a big place to be at Halloween for... If you want to go see, like, actual haunted places, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and then the other city, I just jotted down two cities because I'm sure, like you said, New York, you know, you know all the older East Coast cities were going to be, like, on that list. Yeah. But this is another one um, that I thought was interesting. I don't know that I would have guessed that it was, like, a very haunted city, but it makes sense because it's old. Was it Seattle? Chicago. Chicago. Chicago, yes. Yeah. I yeah, mean, no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Big it's, city. It's a big city. Yeah. It's on the one of the Great Lakes. What is it, Lake Michigan? Mm, yeah. I don't know which one, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it just, you know, it's like it's quite a big city. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff went down there. It had a fire. It, it had was a big, big fire. It was big, like mob ties. Mob ties, yeah. Um, Al Capone and everything. Prohibition, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so there was a lot of like, you know. So a disastrous fire, a notorious serial killer. Oh, I don't know who that is. The, oh, I was going to say the Boston Strangler, but no. It's <laughs> no, not. It's, it's no. the Boston Strangler, but the Chicago Strangler. <laughs> Chicago killer. Um, oh, and mob history all yeah. led to Chicago be becoming an allegedly haunted destination. Who was the serial killer. In I don't Chicago? know. We'll have to look it up. Unless yeah. someone knows, someone let us know. Yeah, someone let us know who who was your 
Chicago's big serial killer. Biggest serial killer. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we know who it is once we hear. Um, Iroquois Theater was the site of a tragic fire killing hundreds in 1903, and some say the alley behind the theater is still haunted by those unfortunate patrons. H.H. Holmes. Oh, here we go. The country's first first serial killer. (laughs) How did they know that? How did you know the first? Well, it's the first one to be mentioned. I guess so. Or the first one they caught and caught were able to and, tie to them, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You confessed or whatever, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he just H. H. in Chicago. H.H. H. Holmes, the country's first serial killer, murdered dozens, if not hundreds, of women in his infamous murder castle. I've never heard of him. Oh. When was, when was that? Oh, it doesn't say. I'm going to guess it was after Jack the Ripper. I would assume. Because a lot of these things are like copycat. Like, oh, I read about this guy over in London killing all the women. Yeah. Seems right, but I should do it over here, you know. (laughs) Get that going over here. Oh, no. Um, And while that building was replaced, some workers still report odd experiences while working in the new building's basement. Oh, the site of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah, that was a big deal. Um, Often attributed to Al Capone, reportedly... I think Al Capone said he had nothing to do with it. You know, even even years later. What? He said, that wasn't me. (laughs) I'm sure he would have said that. Must have been the ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Reportedly has some residential paranormal energy, too. These are just a few of the many haunted sites in the Windy City. Yeah, and they have a ghost tour, apparently. So. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when we were in London, we were going to do the Jack the Ripper tour. Yes, um, don't remind me. <laughs> it was getting late. <laughs> and when, when, when he says late, you guys, he means four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it was getting dark, <laughs> and we were all tired, and it was just like, oh, and you were kind of like, oh, I want to do this. I was like, we'll have to do it again sometime. So next time, well, we'll we've do been it. going since what, like seven a.m. It was like four yes, thirty. It was, it was dark. I, was I mean, pitch black. Everything was closing. It was freezing, and I think the yeah. tour didn't start until like eight or something. So I mean, I guess we could have gone back to the hotel and come back, but it was it was, it was a yeah it was a, it was a no go. <laughs> I mean, next time I think we will do it though. <laughs> We'll get we'll we'll do your Jack the Ripper tour, and yeah. it'll be all creepy at night in Whitechapel. Yes, you know, to see all the things or not yeah. see them because it'll be dark. <laughs> but that's the way it was back then. No one could see anything. Okay, moving on to Forbes magazine. Um, I say magazine; these are websites. I mean, they're magazines as well. But does anybody read magazines anymore? Do we think? People who are waiting in doctors' offices that's and true. dentists' offices—that's very true—and waiting to get their car detailed. Although the last few times I've been to doctors' offices and car dealerships or car, you know, and there's been everyone's on their phones. Everyone's on their phones, <laughs> and there's still there's a stack of magazines. Yeah, there. I actually find the magazines quite interesting because they haven't been updated for years. They're like from 2012 or something. Oh, you know, not even not even some of them are even older. There you go. That's a hobby for someone out there, you know. Okay, this one is so... I put this one on the list because I just found it really interesting. Well, it's, yeah. got, a, it's got a history. But like you were saying before, most most of these haunted places are like people's homes 
or hotels. Hotels, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I It's usually a hotel. Yeah. Um, this one is Jailhouse Pizza. Uh, it's a restaurant. <laughs> it's a restaurant that used to be a jailhouse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hence the name. In Brandenburg, Kentucky. Oh, there we go. Kentucky. Um, the history of it is that before being converted into a pizza restaurant, this building served as the Meade County Jail for 70 years from yep. 1906 to 1976. Oh, yeah, yeah. The ominous appearance of it aside, Jailhouse Pizza is a functioning restaurant that draws in locals and travelers from all walks of life, day mm-hmm. in and day out, says Olivia Olivares. She apparently... Olivia Olivares. Yeah. She's somebody that they were talking to in this article. She is apparently part of a paranormal investigative team called the Haunted Historian. And they have like an Instagram and they appear on all of yeah. these um, ghost um, ghost show. shows on TV. Yeah. like Paranormal activities. They're the yeah. experts that they'll bring in and they'll be like, oh, yes, yeah. you know, get their tools out and everything. <laughs> um, yeah. She so she says, come for a slice of small town pizza pie, whereas uh, uh, oh, some come in for a slice of small town pizza pie. Whereas pizza pie, pizza pie, yeah, I love that. <laughs> Whereas others come in an effort to witness firsthand the rumors of paranormal activity that have become entwined with the location's past. Because why, if you were a ghost, would you and you were in prison? Why would you want to? I mean, are we like, are we to believe like the ghosts' theory? And when uh, I say ghosts, I mean the, the television the show. Television show. There's a boundary that where you die is, is where, where you you're spend, trapped. You're trapped <laughs> yeah. unless you ascend. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I guess um, so. I, I, yeah, because there's a boundary. You know, I mean, well, kind of giving spoilers here to ghosts <laughs> and stuff. If you haven't seen it, you know, they die there and their spirit is trapped there. Mm-hmm. So they're just trapped within the boundary of this like landmass. Yeah. You know, this, like, square footage or whatever. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> there's, you know... There's, they, a, there's a certain square footage that they cannot step out of. Yeah, because they, they could try to get off the, the property and they just keep going back in, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's quite funny. <laughs> but, yeah, because, you know, it's just like, why, why you know, you're stuck there, you know, yeah. smelling pizza. You yeah, know? how torturous. Yeah. <laughs> um, the haunted appeal is that while enjoying a hot slice, guests have heard clanking on jail cells, disembodied voices, and coughs from empty halls, and they've seen the apparition of Bigsby, the most well-documented spirit in the building, known to keep a careful watch over the comings and goings of the patrons. So he's like the unpaid host of this restaurant. <laughs> Basically, he goes around. He's like, are you enjoying your pizza, ma'am? You know, and, you know, he's coughing. and <laughs> He's coughing. He's just like, oh. How do they know it's Bigsby, though? They've just named him that, maybe. Bigsby, yeah. Um, Someone came in and says, oh, yeah, the guy Bigsby, he died. Yeah, he was one of those guys. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah someone came up with a backstory for him. <laughs> Oh, poor ghosts. Um, okay, another one on this list is the Civil War Field Hospital in Gettysburg. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. 
um, the history of this is that the David Stewart farm is located in in historic Gettysburg. The farmhouse and barn were used as a Civil War field hospital following the Battle of Gettysburg. And unfortunate as it is to say, many of the wounded men who found their way here never found their way back out. The haunted appeal of the place is that the longtime owner and Airbnb host, because it's now an Airbnb. Of course it is, yeah. <laughs> um, is an open book on the subject, letting all overnight guests know that they will be joined in their in their stay by a great many spirits, some of which have called the building home for well over a century. I mean... Do you book an Airbnb? I mean, I know people. I know people. People will make do. an Airbnb out of anything. I mean, Winnie the Pooh's house is, is an Airbnb. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, do you book an Airbnb that you know is haunted? I, yes, people do. I mean, people will do. Do you, though? <laughs> do, 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 do I? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, think... I mean, I wouldn't. I don't. I mean, I, you know, it's like, oh, this is haunted. Is it? I, well, I. Or is think... it just the freaking owner's? banging chains or something yes. you know yeah i don't know if i added it to the list but there's in the some... night you know and you just like wake up you go what's that yeah and then you know you find out it was the owner i don't smacking I... a pipe or whatever <laughs> i don't know if i added it to the list but there's some um restaurant i think in new york city it was that it says all the classic like haunting um elements are what you experience in this. Yeah, like picture frames moving to the side and yeah, like all the cartoony type haunting things. And it just made me feel the same way. Like, so is the place actually haunted or is it just the owners like pulling fishing wire and like making things move and like, like you said, banging on pipes. What's that? Someone's knocking. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that about? Okay, so we'll move on to this Condé Nast article that I found. Condé Nast. Um, it had probably some of the more well-known places, I think, so I wanted to include some of them. Yeah. Um, one of them is the House of Seven Gables oh. in Salem, Massachusetts. No, this house did not steal its name from the classic novel. I've never read it, have you? Oh, I... Uh, seven gables the house of seven gables no i mean i'm thinking i'm keep, keep thinking of anne of green Gables. yeah i thought that too at first when it said anne of green gables when yeah, it yeah. said the the classic novel um that was the first thing that came to mind but no it's the house that the novel is the house of seven gables um it it did in fact inspire the novel though Oh, did it? Yeah, aside from being the site of those famous witch trials. Oh, yeah. Salem also happens to be the birthplace of Nathaniel Hawthorne, who used the 17th century house as inspiration for his famous 1851 novel, The House of the Seven Gables. Aside from its beautiful yet spooky facade, the house is surrounded by tales of paranormal activity and ghost sightings, all based on personal experiences of staff. Every October, the house offers spooky tours as well as weekly performances of two plays, The Legacy of the Hanging Judge. The Legacy of the Hanging Judge. Do you know that play? I know that play. Oh, and Spirits of the Gables. Yeah, The Legacy of the Hanging Judge. I think it's based on... I'm actually not sure, actually. Um, (laughs) I might be thinking of something else, actually. Oh, um... 
Okay, and another one on this list was Pine Barrens, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. This is really interesting because New it's, Jersey. New it's, Jersey. It's a forest. So unlike every other... It's a, it's a forest, yeah. Yeah. So it might be a burial ground. See, I'm just like, you know... Everything's like, oh, a burial ground. Everything is a burial ground. <laughs> it's a little burial ground. And, you know, it's just all, you know... Yeah. That's where it's haunted because that's where they... Uh, yeah. Laid to rest, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the heavily forested Pine Barren spans over one million acres. Oh, yeah. One million, yeah. Yes. So there's got to be a few ghosts hanging out there. <laughs> yes. Just hanging out. Yes. But you go over there, you not be here, you know? God, you know, you think of, like, um, Sherwood Forest, right? Yeah, that, that's, Sherwood that's Forest was supposed haunted. to be haunted. It's like one million acres, yeah. Yeah. Spans over one million acres and seven counties in New Jersey. Wow. Um, the area thrived during the colonial period, host to sawmills, paper mills, and other industries. There we go. Yeah. Anywhere where there were those mills, people were killed. Yeah, because... I told you about the, 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 the kids. I think probably in the haunting, most haunted places in the UK, I talked about um, mills and stuff like that. Yeah. Boys of like seven or eight. Yeah. We're always getting killed by the um, textile mills and stuff like that. Not even just like anything. And we went to like visit a couple. Well, of, I like, mean, OSHA didn't exist back then. So it was just like there was no kind of safety standards. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I mean, the health and safety and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, we went to visit them. And I always, you know, in like school trips and stuff, we always went to this one and I think we went there like three times. I, I, or maybe it just sticks in my head, you know. Yeah. Maybe we went to we visited it twice, and mm. it's just like oh, it seems like we were always going there. Yeah. And I remember the guy who was taking us round. You know, he goes, "Okay, and this is the where the boys and boys younger than you would be um, go under there, you know, to like you know untangle the machines or whatever, oh, and then yeah. they'd start working and slice them all oh, up and stuff, no. you know." It's true, though, isn't it? and everything. And you'd have to leave them there. You'd have to leave them there because of the work and all that. And you'd have to, like... And, you know, what? And, and, yeah, no. He was getting all into it, this guy. <laughs> you just you'd leave them there. Leave them there because the, no one the could work get back under there done. until the work was done until the until the end of the day, you know? Oh, my God, And the other no. boys would have to go under there and do it. And, oh, it was no. terrible. No. Um, people eventually abandoned the mills and surrounding villages when coal was discovered to the west in Pennsylvania, leaving behind ghost towns. Yeah. And some say a few supernatural wonders. Oh, wanderers. Sorry about that. Supernatural mm. wanderers. <laughs> uh, the most popular Pine Barrens resident is without a doubt the Jersey Devil. According to legend, the creature was born in 1735 to Deborah Leeds, her, Deborah Leeds. her 13th child, with leathery wings, a goat's head, and hooves. Oh, yeah. It flew up the Leeds' chimney and the into... Moloch, is it? Is that like the Moloch? I don't know. I know they call the Moloch. The Moloch. Moloch. He's like the, the guy, isn't he, like in the vampire stories. I don't know. Moloch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's he's featured in like stuff like Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and uh, um, Sleepy Hollow and all that kind of stuff. Moloch, you know. Moloch. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He flew up the chimney and into the barrens where it was reportedly where he, it 
has reportedly been killing livestock and creeping out South Jersey residents ever since. So all the South Jersey residents are creeped out by this Moloch yeah. feet. Well, not, not even Moloch, something... This one I wonder if you've... worse than Moloch. The next one I wonder if you've heard of. Because I have. Um, and I'm what not sure it? if it has just become like an urban legend that exists kind of everywhere at this point. Or if maybe there was a movie made about this or something. I've definitely heard of this. Yeah. It's Emily's Bridge in Stowe, Vermont. Oh, yeah. I know Emily's Bridge. It's where Emily fell off, isn't it? No, you're just guessing. I'm now. just yelling. I don't, I don't actually know. <laughs> New England is known for its lovely covered bridges, but some are more likely to elicit dread rather than delight. Take Emily's Bridge in Stowe, for example, a 50-foot-long bridge that is said to be the site of a young woman's suicide in the mid-1800s. Oh. According yeah. to legend, the woman, Emily, was supposed to meet her lover at the bridge to elope, but ended up hanging herself from the rafters when he never showed up. Yeah, I think I've heard... I mean, that's that's, that's an age-old story. Yeah, right? Bridges But, and like, like, did that. it start here? Maybe. Maybe that was where they were populated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know, because I've definitely heard that. Um, today, Emily's ghost is said to be maliciously haunting the site, clawing at passing cars, and even scratching the backs of pedestrians until they bleed. Oh. Until they actually physically... She's very hate. mad. She's very angry. Very angry about this guy not showing up. There are slightly less menacing spooks as well, like images of a white apparition and strange voices and footsteps coming from the tunnel. The white apparition. Yeah, when I was the, looking the at this... The white apparition is classic, isn't it? In almost every one of these places that I was looking at when I was... When it's I was a picking, white apparition. It's a woman in white. <laughs> Woman in white. One of the articles even pointed out, even said in parentheses, isn't it always? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> isn't it, it is. always? It's either a woman in white or like a little girl chasing after a ball. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Chasing after a ball yeah. or with a creepy doll. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's always those things. She's got a little doll and she's just running around. Or like, like a uh, soldier on a horseback. Soldier, yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, so that bridge. But I mean, Scratching pedestrians' backs until they die, and I mean until they, <laughs> God, until they die, until, until they, bleed. they, until they bleed. That's yeah. a bit like what? It's a bit weird. How do you? Yeah, I mean, how do you explain? How do you that? explain that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll have to just cross that bridge when we come to it. Ah ah ah! That was a very good joke. Okay, that. one left. One of the oldest ones. As one well. left on the list. One left, and then we'll haunt. And, you. and <laughs> then we... we'll leave you to haunt. And we couldn't have this list without this one. So what do you think it is? Haunted. We're talking haunted places in America. Area 51. Oh, is that supposed to be haunted? That's aliens. The alien is probably <laughs> dead now and it's probably haunting. The alien The alien has died and now it's haunting the place. Yes. No, it's the Stanley Hotel in Estes the Park, Stanley Colorado. The Stanley Hotel, yeah. That's yeah. the classic Classic Shining. Mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. He's still there. <laughs> the Stanley Hotel's stately Georgian architecture and world-renowned whiskey bar has lured travelers to Estes Park since the hotel opened in 1909. But the Stanley reached new levels of fame after inspiring Stephen King's fictional Overlook Hotel from The Shining. 
That eerie association aside, many other ghost sightings and mysterious p- piano music oh, yeah, have been connected to the hotel. Music. Yeah. It's also always a deserted hotel. There's always like a piano playing as well. Mm. You know, with the, you see the wa- lady in white. I think sometimes the lady in white's dripping too. She's like. Dripping water? She's, yeah, she's just dripping with water. She's come out she's of. She's drowned. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And then the little girl with the ball, and then the piano that's just playing music yes. and no one's there. Ding, ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. That's like really, really old. Like, I'm talking, go back to like maybe even. I, I can hear that. piano music. I no can, you can see like though. really old, like black and white yeah. movies and the piano, and you can see the keys being pressed down, but like no one's yes, sitting there, no right? One's sitting there. <laughs> it's always the way. <laughs> um. The Stanley Hotel leans into its reputation quite cleverly, offering nightly ghost tours and psychic consultations from the in-house Madame Vera. So there you there go. There you go. Yeah. People love that sort I of thing. I think my mom's been there, actually, and I don't remember her reporting any kind of, like... I don't know if she stayed or if they just visited. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm I'm all for going somewhere haunted. Sure, why not? Sure, why not? Yeah. It'll be an experience. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about it in, about in the UK before, too. So. I tend to think, like, um, I tend to think most ghosts, though, are like the ghosts in the show. They're just, they're just, they're just living their lives. They're just here. Yeah. They're just stuck for whatever reason. They're just in a loop. Like, I'm, I don't think they're scary. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they're like Emily in the bridge, like clawing your back, you know? The majority of them are just like, oh God, not this again. You know, they wake, they wake up and they're just like, oh, I'm still here. Been here for hundreds of years already. When is this going to be finished? Anyway. But yeah, anyway, um, let us know if you have ever experienced a haunting. Dominic and I are about to record our patron-only podcast. Well, we'll discuss our personal experiences. Yep. So if you want to hear that, head over to our Patreon page. It is patreon.com slash Buddy, as we said earlier. Um, but that's up to you whether you do that or not. If you choose not it's to go. It's a requirement, actually. If you choose not go to there go now. listen to it our um, personal it. hauntings, our personal hauntings um, then just let us know yours. Let us know any of yeah. your stories. Yeah. They interest me, you know. I, I, I tend to feel a little bit, like, iffy about people in these ghost shows on TV as to whether they're really experiencing things or whether they're just saying stuff because they're on TV. You know, yeah. But if it's just an average Joe on the street, like just someone I'm talking to, and they go, "Oh yeah, I've had like weird things happen," and they yeah, tell me something, you, you, then you I believe, believe that. Yeah, yeah, you tend to believe it more than because it's the like so-called why... experts. You know? Yeah, or well, I mean, not even the experts, but just any of these people who are like calling these ghost hunters over to their oh. house because I have a haunt, I have a haunting, yeah. you know, or like these people on TikTok, oh my house is haunted. I'm just like, is yeah. it, or are you just like? Trying to get views on TikTok, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My house is haunted. What's that? What's that? Yeah. Um, but I am interested in, like, genuine, um, like, ghost, ghosty yeah. kind of experiences. Have you ever seen a lady ghosties. in white? Have you ever seen a little girl chasing a after ball. a ball? <laughs> a little girl chasing after a ball. 
It's never a little boy. Why? I mean, yeah, I'm surely there's some little boys out there somewhere, but little girls are creepier, I guess. <laughs> I guess they're always in like a like a little dress, Victorian, Victorian kind of dress. Yeah, and they're just like and they have a bow in their hair. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like they're very specific. <laughs> yes, they are <laughs> specific to a time period. <laughs> yes. As they died of cholera or the plague or something, you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's it. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> Follow us on social media if you don't already. We are at T-Buddy on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. T-E-A-B-U-T-T-Y. And we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.